Hey, Service First! The company's rewards and recognition program has just gotten better in partnership with TendoPay. Our new rewards and incentives partner that provides payroll-enabled financial services for all your one-stop shopping and financial wellness needs. Shop at all favorite merchants like Lazada, Zalora, Shopee, and hundreds more. You can even convert your earned points from companies' engagement programs into cash or payment for your shopping activities. And wait, there's more! You can even use Tendo Pay credits to cash out and have them transferred to your preferred bank account in a snap. Plus, free personal accident insurance for up to 100,000 pesos coverage once approved. Tendo Pay makes sure every employee can save, manage, and spend their money responsibly. Stay tuned to the engagement announcements for more information. You're listening to Work Thoughts by Service First. I'm your host and partner in HR, Monique. And I'm Chris, also your buddy, homeboy, and compadre in HR. We're back with another episode of the podcast and a continuation of our workplace diversity series. So just a recap, guys. Uh, we had Rainan Tiba over. She's one of our operations supervisor. And in the last episode, she discussed her story as well as LGBTQ plus inclusion in the workplace. And I believe it was one of the best discussions that mm-hmm. we had for a while. Right, Chris? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really appreciate how strongly and bravely Renan came forward with her thoughts and opinions about such a sensitive topic. Yeah, kudos to you, Rain. And looking forward to more collaborations with you in future episodes. All right, to highlight the last part of our Workplace Diversity series, we have another interesting guest who, let's say, could tackle firsthand disability issues and bring his insights and suggestions to make our workplace more PWD inclusive, persons with determination. Exactly. And today's (laughs) guest is one of our performing support agents who recently received a wow call from one of his customers for his efficiency and patience in handling the call. On top of that, he's among the many hardworking individuals who have proven that disability is still an ability. Let's give a warm service first welcome to Gwilin Montaña. Hi guys, good morning. I'm actually clapping my hands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Gwilin, and good morning. How are you feeling? Um, a bit nervous, but I'm doing good. I'm fine. I'll get. That's good to hear. So, um, this might be tough for you, right, Monch? Yes. This happens to most of our guests, uh, but eventually they tend to, you know, um, ease out a bit in the middle of the conversation once they get to (laughs) get to know us and uh, feel comfortable um, about the topic later on. And discover that we're not really uh, unapproachable people. <laughs> you don't bite. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah don't. we don't bite. <laughs> All right, so why not uh, we break the ice and calm those nerves first? Uh, what do you want us to call you? Um, most of the guys call me here uh, JP. Yeah, so, I, I think I've been unconsciously calling you JP since <laughs> yes, the start. You, uh, since the start. <laughs> since since the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so JP, now just a disclaimer, as a valued guest here, we want you to feel as comfortable as possible. So if in the event you feel personally attack and i hope you don't or feel uncomfortable about the topic you have the right personally and legally to refuse to participate but again we also want you to enjoy jape and have fun so we made sure the questions are as safe and delicately phrased as possible for those of you who don't know i too am a person with a determination literally i am a 
person with disability too. But you'll find out more about that later on because the important person mm-hmm. here right now is you. <laughs> and we You're want the to get star to know of the show right now. Yeah, we wow, want to get to thanks. know who Gwelyn Montano really is. Can you tell us, Jape, like tell us your story, who a bit about background about yourself for starters. Oh, okay. Well, uh Gwelyn Montano or uh well, call me JP uh, as if you may. <laughs> uh I'd like to say I'm a uh, happy and carefree uh, person. Uh my story is uh I had this disability. Uh, since I was two years old, uh, inflicted with polio, of course. And uh, I'm turning to, um, 47 years old now, this coming July. And honestly speaking, um, let's say already got in the hang of it, um, of, of my disability. Though um, um, through the years, um, with regard to the, the disability I had, uh, I would uh, love to uh, thank the, the, my family who supported me all throughout uh, in my uh, younger years of not understanding everything, uh, being bullied at all uh, when I was in grade school and in high school and so on. But uh, I eventually overcome uh, the uh, adversities and uh, I'm here right now with you guys. Congratulations, Jake. That's quite an <laughs> achievement, I must say. Yeah, it is. You mentioned that you've been bullied uh, before. Um, I mean, bullying in this time of age is, has become a uh, yeah, common thing uh, that's yeah. happening. And everyone tends to disregard that. So. Mm-hmm. Having been bullied back uh, in the days, Jay, how did you cope? Like, what was your inspiration to overcome that challenge? Actually, um, two aspects of bullying. One was my real name. Uh, it's Gulin. So when I was in grade school, well, all throughout, ever since, even now, uh, Gulin always has been mistakenly, uh, like, um, they, they thought that uh, that name is of a, a woman's. So just like mm-hmm. uh, my disability, I had got, gotten the hang of it. Uh, with regard to being PWD, of course, uh, like uh, when I was in my younger years, uh, they would bully me because of how uh, how I walk. And uh, that uh, like uh, lowered down my self-esteem. Uh, when I was young, of course, I don't, uh, do not understand everything at first. But as we grew old, as I grew old, uh, I was able to uh, understand uh, the reason behind those bullying. And uh, I also um, was able to um, stand uh, for my right uh, having uh, or, or my right of being uh, a person with disability. And uh, that's all good. Mm, that's good to hear. How do you feel about bullying, Monch? Well, personally, I'm also a victim of bullying, <laughs> especially with my I height. Think it happened. <laughs> I think it yeah. happened. Yeah, it happens to, to everyone. Everyone. Yeah. everyone. But uh, I couldn't care less if what other people might think about me. As what um, Jape has been talking about, if you know who you are, mm-hmm. um, that actually ha- will help you a lot when it comes to uh, coming to terms with your well-being. That's actually the most important thing to do, uh, knowing uh, who you are, who, um, yourself. That's yeah. the most important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care if uh, what do you think of me, what do you see in me, but uh, I am who I am and I know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't think that Gwilin sounds uh, feminine. I don't think it sounds like uh, it belongs to a girl. <laughs> yeah, it's a girl's name, actually. It's not. Yeah, uh, it's I lit. think, what I think, though, because Filipinos have a tendency to com- you know, combine names, let's say, of, um, of the parents. 
So am I correct in assuming that Guilin is a combination of your mom and dad's name? Because <laughs> Filipinos have the tendency. <laughs> Supposedly, it's two names. It should be Samuel and Guilin. But the Comadrona uh, mm-hmm. uh, forgot mm-hmm. to write the name Samuel. So I ended up being with just the, the, the name Guilin. And... Mm-hmm. That's how it started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you tell us like the origin of the name? The Berlin? etymology Let's, of your name? Yeah. I'm not I'm actually really sure. I'm not really sure. It's just like, I, I don't know why was that name or uh, like, it's 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 my father who named uh, that, uh, who got that name. And uh, I actually don't know where where did it came from. Uh, Samuel, it, it should be Samuel Willin and that's it. I actually looked it up on Google and what came mm-hmm. out is Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. So <laughs> nothing came up, but it's sounds an like. interesting name. Yeah, yeah, sounds like. It's an interesting name, Gwyneth. Thank you or for Gwen, sharing. Gwen Stacy, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man. <laughs> well, uh, personally, I'm actually surprised that um, JP has a very carefree personality because at first when... When you look at him, um, he looks he's like kind serious, of serious. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like that uh, kind of mystery <laughs> on him. And it's fun knowing that uh, you're actually carefree and you're open to talking about these things, especially that it gets kind of a, a stigma uh, mm-hmm. going around with uh, people with uh, determination. <laughs> That's why I think, you yeah. know, it's really important to get to know the person first before you judge yeah. them. You have to get to know them first before right. deciding if that person is indeed what you think that person is so this is what the podcast is about you know um, <laughs> like Jabe, can you tell us like I, i'm curious to know can you tell us how you came to where you are right now and where there were there any challenges you encountered along the way i know you've talked about bullying were there any other challenges apart from that and how did you came to be where you are now oh well um at first Uh, actually, I grew up in Manila. At first, uh, after graduating from high school, uh, uh, I never uh, studied college for like two or three years. And then my sister decided to uh, get me to go back in Bacolod and mm-hmm. study college. And um, after being here, uh, since uh, I have uh, the love of music, I love to sing, I decided to go for... Um, a mass communication course and be a DJ because our radio stations are just near here in Bacolod. But uh, I ended up uh, um, going for a, a two-year computer technician co- uh, course. And then afterwards, after graduating, uh, still, I ended up being a DJ um, at, at one of the local stations here in Bacolod, uh, 107.1 Campus Radio. But Ooh, not really, uh, that's interesting. Um, that's something But, new that we learned yeah. from you today. <laughs> But I think you, you could easily yes. peg him. You could <laughs> easily peg him as a DJ given yeah. the modulated voice that he have. Yeah. <laughs> When I was in my younger years, uh, the singing is still good, but like uh, right now at my age, uh, the high pitch notes are uh, not reachable anymore. But I still love <laughs> to sing. <laughs> And uh, well, musically inclined, uh, from being musically inclined, from loving how to sing, uh, that is where my uh, communication skills in English ha- has been ho- or had been honed. And uh, it's a good thing for me. And uh, I love reading newspapers, uh, English newspapers before previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father would always uh, like uh, teach me uh, like 
provide me an English newspaper when I was in my grade school. So uh, that has been uh, part of um, my learning years. And uh, like uh, I thank my father uh, for uh, providing me those uh, uh, like uh, assistance when I was young. And uh, uh, up until now, I'm able to uh, like uh, um, provide or I'm able to uh, like use those uh, um information that i've learned uh, previously and until now have you thought about you know really taking uh your passion for music um seriously like uh on a professional uh professional route um, um well at my age i think it's too late That's- if it's like a casual thing yes so like um music is healing to me so mm. every time i am uh, like every time i hear uh, a favorite song of mine, I'll just sing to it, and it uh, relaxes me a lot. So uh, it's one of the healing uh, things that uh, I, I'd love to do uh, whenever I'm uh, like uh, alone uh, in my uh, like uh, alone time, and uh, it would help me cope with some uh, like um, difficulties in life. Just example. So I've had a lot. And um, it's too long to share, but I've had a lot. <laughs> what an interesting fact you got there, Jape, being a mm. DJ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since you mentioned, I was really interested with what you mentioned, that mm. you were you were a DJ once. When was that? Oh, that was a long time ago, like 2002. Not really a DJ, but like a junior jock that assists the, uh, excuse me, that assists uh, the, the DJs, the main DJs. We but are you, you still you you get your own airtime is that it yeah we get our own airtime because uh, junior jocks would uh, get our own airtime every uh, every saturdays and sundays um early hours of the uh, day like six until 12 noon uh, we uh they task us say hey guys you do the uh the ad-libbing you do the uh, the playlist the song playlist for uh that specific day uh we are tasked for uh, like let's say five uh, junior jocks to be tasked uh, from 6 p.m. until nine, uh, six in the morning until nine in the morning, and then the next batch would uh, do the nine in the morning until 12 noon, and we do that uh, every Saturdays and Sundays at that time, 2002, I guess, I think. Uh, just a follow-up question: Why did you steer clear from that uh, field? Why did you did you stop, or like was it a short stint? It was a short stint, and um, uh, monetary-wise. Uh, it's uh, a bit uh, challenging like, yeah challenging uh, and uh, after being a dj uh, i became an english teacher for koreans for like two years i guess and then after that um 2008 up until now bpo no wonder um you know talking in this podcast seems to come naturally for you <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. say so myself as well. I, it's like I'm talking to a pro, actually. Um, <laughs> it's no wonder you've been doing, you've been DJing um, back in the days already. Now I feel like I'm the amateur here. <laughs> 
Uh, no, no, you're good. We're all good. So, but it's good to know about you know these uh, even this the tiniest details about you, Jake. It gets uh, it helps us you know really paint a picture about mm. yourself and getting to know you more on a closer level. So it feels you know it feels really good. And I thank you also for the opportunity uh, for this one. <laughs> I had been waiting for this, but uh, it's just that um, during the, those times, uh, it's always timing that I'm on leave. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, wrong timing all the time. Yeah, that's why we had to move the recording. But everything still, you know, fell into place. place. And yeah. we're glad that we, right. yeah, we got to push through with uh, this recording right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have here, it's gearing towards uh, what we have uh, for today's topic, like workplace diversity. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask if, um, Jape, do you consider your disability as a hindrance or an advantage to equal opportunities? in the world of employment? I would have to say both uh, because first, um, during my early years, I find it hard uh, to uh, look for a job, uh, a suitable job for my situation. But as years uh, pass by, having um, to build confidence in me and uh, with the experiences, I was able to uh, overcome, uh, just like what I mentioned earlier, the adversities. And um, the first time I was with a BPO um, company, um, I had a mentor there. Um, he always uh, tells me uh, to always be positive and always take it a day at a time. And uh, um, that made me what I am today. And I'm, 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 in, I'm instilling those qualities up until now. So if there will be uh, like, uh, like, a difficulty that I would encounter, there will be a, like a, a downtime or a, a, um, um, a difficulty or let's say um, challenges that may I may encounter. I would uh, tell myself, relax, just be positive. Let's take it a day at a time and uh, it would uh, work wonders afterwards. Yeah, I am also a personal believer that positivity really goes a long way, especially right. if you have that kind of mindset. I think uh, it really works wonders uh, when uh, how you think about all the challenges that you have <laughs> every yes, day, right? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, Jay, was there ever a time that, because um, I'm also talking as a PWD myself, uh, mm-hmm. uh, again, I haven't, sh- you know, been vocal about this. I haven't shared this to, to anyone except my closest friends. I also have a disability. It's a hearing impairment. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time hearing on my my left ear. So it mm-hmm. uh, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Ever get that feeling when you're high up in the air and uh, you feel like your um, eardrums have been blocked, mm-hmm. something like that. It, it's that it it's that feeling, but it's permanent on my left ear. So I think this happened when I was back, uh, you know, back then as a as a child. I think I stood close to one of those. Um, uh, huge uh, speakers, speakers they put every time there's a fiesta in your barangay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, going back, curious to know, like, was there ever a time, Jape, that as a PWD, you feel like, um, you know, even though you're talking to someone who also has a disability, you feel like, oh, you probably have it, you know, better than me. Um, was there ever a time that this happened to you? Because I'm curious to know, coming from someone with a disability myself, like, um, was there ever a time that you felt like another person, let's say with a disability, has it better than you? Well, I would have to say always. 
But um, it's actually going to be depending on uh, the person. It's the mindset of the person. Let's say, for example, on my part, I uh, usually uh, get discouraged uh, right away. But um, since I've had a lot of experience uh, with regard to, uh, well, all throughout those years, um, I've learned to um, I've learned to harness the uh, uh, discouragement and make it uh, a positive way and uh, adjust myself on not focusing on um, those things that can hinder, let's say, my example, my employment uh, and um, believe in myself. So, like, let's say, for example, I would have to state one example is that. Uh, let's say I applied for a, a higher position. Um, what I always uh, think uh, ahead is that I'm not going to be able to make this position because of my disability. That's the first thing that comes in mind. But then I um, right away reflected by uh, telling myself, oh, uh, it's like I'm a crazy guy. Oh, um, you can do it. Uh, just be positive and take it a day at a time. Just be honest. Just say what you want to say to the interviewer and let them be the judge. Just be honest with them. And uh, it works wonders most of the time. So that's, uh, I would have to say, um, that's my advice to um, all uh, listeners right now to this podcast. Can that's you, a very good yeah. perspective. Yeah. Go on, Sergis. No, I'm good. I, I just said <laughs> perspective. Okay. And I agree. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um. You're talking about um, interviews. I'm just curious mm-hmm. to know, was there ever a time that um, an interviewer asked you a really awkward question regarding your disability? Oh, well, um, most of the time, um, there's actually none. But if there will be something that would come up with regard to my disability, uh, I divert it into a uh, like a, a, ha- a happy uh, um, answer perhaps let's say for example um, let's say uh, let's put it in, the, in this uh, situation so um, is it going to be hard for you like uh, going up and down the, uh, the the workplace because of your disability and I would like uh, answer um, I do not have a choice anyway so um, I cannot run so I have to like uh, use the stairs or well uh, easy access um, elevator if you have one and definitely I'll be doing that and um, yeah it's like turning um, a negative um, into a positive uh, reflects the vibes the negative vibes as well so and then not dwelling on uh, the negativeness of the uh, situation because uh, the more you dwell on the negative things the more your mindset will be drawn to that uh, negative thing and uh, it would uh, hamper it will destruct your focus so no no don't go to that uh, um, stage or don't go to that specific light uh, that uh, is uh, a dangerous light, if I may say. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of access, Jay, uh, can mm-hmm. you say that the treatment of PWDs here in the workplace or uh, any other workplace that you had uh, has made an improvement compared to before? There is actually um, a lot of improvement. Unlike before with my previous BPOs, uh, 
Well, basically, they treat us as normal. Uh, the, um, the only thing is that, uh, well, when I, I just reviewed uh, the, the Magna Carta for PWDs, and uh, there is what we call an accessibility law for PWDs. And uh, when we had an FGD, a focus group discussion here uh, with uh, our bosses, uh, I requested uh, to have an access way for uh, PWDs to have uh, a much more easier pathway um, possible that we can go um, instead of like um, going uh, around uh, the the floor uh, and uh, they um, granted us that uh, request that pathway and up until now I'm I'm using that pathway and I'm I'm, I'm thankful for um, service first for the, uh, um, the opportunity access, that yeah. they get the access that they gave to uh, gave to us with persons with PWDs yeah. I guess it's been an ongoing process. Um, yes, it is. Is evolving. And it is. It is. I believe this isn't taught consistently to uh, particularly children with disabilities. What your rights are, and Indeed. also giving yeah, also giving people the skills and confidence to talk openly about their disability, because I guess um it can really be. Uh, Pretty scary, right, Jip? That's right. It's uh-huh. really, uh, especially in the real world, it's really difficult for us. Uh, let's say for my part, at first, um, I used to travel by uh, jeepney going from work. But right now, um, since, well, because of my age, perhaps, and then uh, not to mention uh, having a disability, I also have uh, gout arthritis. So uh, it's really diff- difficult for me to commute. So I usually go ride a taxi from from my house to work and then back and forth. Uh, I do that. Uh, and also one uh, to open that one up as well. Um, I've read from the um, Magna Carta for PWDs that for um, persons with disability, um, there would be a, um, a specific option uh, for us PWDs to modify the work schedules. Um, the reason why I opened that one up is that uh, because right now uh, I work um, 12 midnight uh, up until 9 uh, p.m. Uh, or 9 in the morning, I'm sorry. And uh, with regard to my situation, uh, when when going uh, to work, uh, it's really hard for me to uh, commute from where I'm at because um, my place is uh, like it's it's pretty mm. far. So. Um, yes, I would go like grab or like uh, board a, a, a taxi, but there are cases that uh, um, it's a challenge, are no longer yeah. available. Well, what I usually do, uh, it's always uh, a process to me. Um, I go to work two hours before work. I'm already here. So when I was in my schedule like eight to five in the morning, I'm already here like around six or seven. Um Right now, uh, my schedule is 12 midnight. I go here at around 10 or or past 10, perhaps. But there are cases that, well, I've just been in this uh, schedule for like two or three weeks. But for me, it's really difficult just in case I will not be able to uh, like board um, or to to get a taxi from um, my place to work. It's really hard for me to uh, go to work. And the tendency is that I will be late, although I do not want to be late because, you know, of course, the uh, attendance bonus, of course, ka-ching, ka-ching, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's good that you brought that up 
Mm. Right, Chris? Yeah, I agree. People could learn from you, Jade. Um, you know, mm. instead of um, the schedule adjusting to you, you adjust to the schedule. So if your schedule is, starts at 12 midnight, of course, you don't expect to come here at exactly 12, right? You come yes, early. That's right. Mm. So I that's um, come early. a really good mindset to have, you know, coming to work. And what I like about you the more, Jade, is that you're uh, familiarizing yourself with the legalities and about the law. Um, you know, when it comes to um, PWD, because it's very important to familiarize yourself about your rights, um, uh, the legalities and all, because you yeah, don't want to come off as ignorant, you know, when it comes to the law, you know, pretending that you know about the law when in fact you don't. Um, Just recently. And, uh, well, that's good. That's, uh, I actually took note of that. And uh, I can, you know, if I was there, I'd pat you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, the reason why I brought it up is because, well, just like what I mentioned, I really had, um, I really am having difficulties with my schedule right now. If there would be, um, in some ways, a possibility that I will be reverted back to uh, the um, eight to five um, schedule, although, uh, well, it's performance basis, but uh, like, you just have to consider the fact that uh, because of my disability, um, I would wish uh, that uh, I would be given that opportunity and that right uh, perhaps just in case yeah of course um yeah good. what's good okay. about the podcast um as well is that we get to hear um the opinions and suggestions of our own employees um you know um directly so of course i i, I mean we're not promising anything but rest mm-hmm. assured whatever suggestions opinions and feedback that you're offering of course we will bring it up and um uh will be taken into consideration jape and uh, i thank you for that in advance as well so um i'm curious to know um you know, talk, what we've been you've been talking about now. Um, do you agree? Let's say if you're open to talking about your disability, it can broaden the conversation around accessibility in the workplace. Because that's what oh, yes. we've been we've come we've come right to this point. So I think this uh, question um, fits the topic um, perfectly. Yes, I would say, uh, well, for us, it's uh, really important that uh, we are being recognized for having that difficulty. Uh, because of our situation and uh, well so far ever since uh, I requested for that uh, uh, option that we are given an access way uh, for um, uh, us to be able to uh, um, not go through the long route I've seen like uh, um, guards uh, are are, uh, courteous and uh, like uh, in some ways respects uh, the uh, situation that I've had and uh, well, ever since um, I work here almost four years coming this August, I will be for, for on my fourth year here with Service First. Um, congratulations. What a milestone. <laughs> congratulations, yes. Jay. Well, congratulations as well for you, uh, Chris, uh, for uh, celebrating the fourth year. As yeah, well, we've right? been here from the start. <laughs> yes, that's right. And uh, I would have to say the experience is good. Uh, there are minor tweaks that needs to be straightened up, but uh, well, well, so far um, I'm good. I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with uh, what I'm seeing. And just like what I mentioned, um, it's not a total change, but uh, a day at a time works as well. Sorry, oh? my microphone was on mute. <laughs> I was, yeah. No, anyway, it's, uh, yeah, thank you, Jake, for your, for your insights. And um, we really appreciate your uh, contribution as well from the start, from the very beginning. You've contributed so much. 
And um, I think um, by by telling you this um, in this podcast, I think um, you don't know how much uh, ServiceSpace appreciates all our loyal, hardworking employees from the very beginning who up to this point is still making waves in in production. So uh, kudos to you, Jay, for being reaching open, it this far. Yeah. And being open so about much. talking about this topic. Um, so I think we're down to our last question. And mm-hmm. um, this is actually um, the center point of our topic for today. Monj, why don't you do the honors and ask JP uh, the final question for, for today's podcast? All right. So the last question is, as a paragon for person with disabilities aspiring to find their place in society, what is your advice, Jabe, based on your own experiences? Well, uh, like I always say, um, coming from a mentor of mine, um, whether you have a disability or um not. It's always um, good to be always positive and uh, like uh, just be honest with yourself. Uh, believe in your capabilities. After believing in your uh, capabilities, you need to prove that, hey, I can do this and I can do that. And I will prove you wrong if you give me an opportunity to uh, excel in this field uh, of work. All right. Because um, like um, getting a job uh, is, uh, to be honest with you, uh, is um, we should be given equal opportunity. So for me, the experience I've had with Service First and with um, the other BPO companies that I've worked with uh, is that I thank them for giving me the opportunity. I thank Service First for giving me the opportunity. And uh, what I always believe in with regard to the BPO industry, um, agents are um, our bread and butter. You, if, if we take care of uh, our um, call center agents, um, whether it be uh, an inbound or an outbound uh, customer service representative, uh, we'll get a long way. So nurture what needs to be nurtured from within, especially the uh, uh, the people on the lower uh, lower lower level, uh, the agents, and uh, teach them um, what to do um, and what needs to be done, and they will excel. Once you excel, or once they excel, the company excels, and everybody will be happy. So I would. That's what um words of wisdom, if I may say. <laughs> Very well said, Jay. I'm curious to know where do you you know you've been in this company for four years now. Where do you see yourself in the next uh, two to three years? Well, I would have to say um, um I I believe I'm still gonna be here because um like I uh, tell my friends and peers, this is where I'm good at uh, speaking, communicating with the uh, Americans. Um, this is where I excel. Uh, it's not physically um like uh, difficult for me is it's just communicating so my sword is my words this is where i excel and i'm i think i'm still going to be here i if be given a chance to uh, go for a higher position uh if given uh, that opportunity but well just like what i mentioned let's start from the bottom and just like what i always say Let's take it a day at a time. Couldn't agree more with you, yeah, Jay. Definitely. <laughs> and you mentioned that you love talking to Americans. Well, well, 
now that we know that this uh, comes naturally for you, we actually have a large clump of listeners from the United States in our podcast as well. So mm. I'm sure they'd be delighted to hear you talk and um, hear your story brings, yeah, <laughs> and hear your story. And um, with this um, set, I hope that we could get more opportunities, you know, to invite you over and talk more about um, pertinent issues or any topics in general in our podcast. Oh. And I hope you're oh, fine yes. with it. I would have to say a big yes, um, Y-E-S, capitalized, uh, with uh, conviction. Um, like, uh, I'm open. <laughs> I'm open. Uh, just uh, holler. I'll be here uh, if there is a specific topic that you want me to uh, join you guys uh, to discuss. Uh, I would love to tandem with you guys. Yeah, it's, it's really good that uh, you're really game uh, with yeah, about open anything. about this, yeah. <laughs> I love talking. Obviously, I guess uh, you've noticed that, right? Yeah, we could go on for hours and we wouldn't yes, even right. notice that it's almost, um, you know, it's almost uh, an hour, hour that we've been recording. <laughs> and you're past your shift already. Well, it's fine. It's yeah. okay. Well, uh, that's a wrap. Um, we're truly grateful that you hey. came forward, Jay, and offered your story and insights mm-hmm. to our listeners. Well, the pleasure is mine. Is mine. Yeah, I can truly say for both um, Chris and me that we have learned a lot from you today. Indeed, it's true that disability is still an ability. And hard work <laughs> and determination overshadows whatever disability one has. And Gwilin, or JP, is a prime example of that. We're so happy you joined <laughs> us in our episode today, Jape, and we're looking forward, like I've said, to more collaborations with you soon. Definitely, and I'm honored to be uh, in another uh, collaboration with you guys as well. Thank you, Jape. Yeah, that's it for our Workplace Diversity Series. Well, you tune in to our next episode as we invite leaders in our company and find out their secrets in transforming their teams and the organization. So more about that in our next episodes. So this is your host, Chris. And this is Monique. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Catch you later. Bye, guys.